I think they just might be ass. I'm gonna win still. This has been the worst week of my life, but I'm gonna win. He's very questionable. He, yeah, you're fucking questionable. And then he, he has sucked sucked every every game. Game. He has sucked every game. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. <laughs> I hope he gets in a golf cart accident and breaks both of his legs. The yeah. Mike Apartments. Mike, Mike Apartments? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. Um, here I am, Andrew Baroni, um, with Andrew Sullivan, with a very hoarse voice today, as I as I might add. He had a very um, fun weekend. He was celebrating a, the, the marriage of two great people, and um, he's got a little raspy voice. Hello, guys. Happy to be here. Good to see you. Didn't all. sound that bad right there, but you know that's good. Yeah, it'll it'll come out. It'll come out. <laughs> we'll hear the like little raspy voice crap, crap yeah. along the way here. That'll be pretty fun. Yeah, all in good fun. Congratulations to the to the happy couple. What yeah. what a weekend! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a shame. Like someone had to lose their voice. You know, like if you yeah. if you, have, you go to a wedding and someone doesn't lose their voice, like yeah, it it was a lost cause. You know? Yeah, it was it was gone uh, two days before the ceremony, so it was it was it was tough. It was wasn't it sa- wasn't the ceremony Saturday? Well, yeah, but we were there. Oh, I guess it was only Friday then. So yeah. Oh we damn! Were you went, we were you must went crazy Friday then. To- <laughs> I mean, not really. Not, I, we just you know it was it it was a good group of people, so we were having you know we were rambunctious a little bit. Yeah, we but, we did have D and D night on Thursday too, so maybe that oh, added to it. That may have done it. That may have. Done. I was talking about that a little bit. People are people are intrigued. Yeah, people are invested. So we gotta we gotta keep it going for us and for them. Dude, yeah, I, I, the story's been phenomenal yeah. so far. Yeah, first time we ran through that game it was a little weird. wasn't really wasn't really feeling it. But the last time, I don't even know what happened. I think we had the right people, right setting. It was. Beautiful. Yeah, it was a it was great good. time. You know what else? It was a great time this weekend. And I'm not talking about this wedding in, in, in beautiful Maine. I'm talking about football Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. at MetLife Stadium. And we yeah, went in too. there and we took care of business for the first victory of mm-hmm. this new NFL season. How we feel about a victory in New Jersey, Andrew. You know, I it, it's it's great to come out there with a win, but honestly, feel dirty. I feel bad. You know? <laughs> it felt oh. like a really grimy win. You know, it, it's weird that I felt better about our losses after, and then like I don't know, like I get that that Jets team with Zach Wilson beat the Bills. You know, maybe there's something to be said for that, but I felt like we were in control of that whole game, and we just kept them in it the whole time. We never yeah. stopped, like stomped on their throats. It was just we just kept them hanging you know yeah. they almost they almost took it from us at the very end i know and that's something that i think we've seen too many times to count at this point is the patriots inability to close games like we'll have an opportunity where the other team will leave the door open for us to win or our defense will give us a chance to go and score at the end of the game or to kick a field goal or whatever it may be we'll have a chance at the end of the game to win and we can never put it away. And same thing here when we have a lead in the fourth quarter, which, oh, like, I was thinking today as I was watching the game, I feel like having a lead at the end of the game for us at this point now is just, it's so rare that, like, I I didn't know, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know how to act. We were going down, and the Jets, that you know, Zach Wilson scored, uh, maybe the best drive of his NFL career. He looked like an actual professional at his job. And, you know, for, for a moment there, I was like, oh, my gosh. The Mormon from BYU, he, he's, looking to, he's looking to break into the league here. But, you know, he couldn't get the job done at the end. It was scary. Randall Cobb. He did make it close. It was bad. Yeah. But – you know, a win's a win at the end of the day, which is great. Um, Pats move on to one and two on the season. Got the Cowboys next week. Um, Cowboys just lost against the Cardinals, so that will be a pretty interesting game to sort of look forward to. You know, our, our defense has been playing well. They pretty much dominated the Jets all day today. Um Matthew Judon coming up huge late oh, um, with a with yeah. a sack, um, 
sack in the end zone, causing a safety, giving us two more points on the board, making sure Greg Zerline couldn't tie the game late with a field goal. So that that was big. Um, but yeah, that being Judon, said, like, Pats, great. Yeah, the Pats get the ball with two minutes left, and we turn the ball over again. It's like, come on, we we gotta like Mac didn't have any turnovers today, which was nice, but. You know, only threw for 200 yards. Like, I, this is a great Jets defense, and I don't want to discredit that at all. But like, you know, we 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 gotta we gotta take over in these games, and we just have not seen that in with this offense thus far. But the defense, phenomenal job, just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Um, I think the defense was uh, exactly what we were expecting it to be coming into mm-hmm. the season. You know, everybody who we thought was going to be able to play well, is playing well. Uh, the rookies, Christian Gonzalez, has been outstanding. You know, Garrett Wilson, for most of the game, was held to just two catches. And, you know, he, he is one of the the better receivers in the league, certainly. And, you know, he, he alongside our secondary today, which was already depleted without uh, Marcus Jones and Jonathan Jones, he was he was outstanding, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did have a good game today. Um, and Judon came up big too with, with two sacks. That was was great too. Good pass rush was definitely there, um, as well. And and wait, did I say he did have a good? You were talking about Garrett Wilson not having a good game, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I meant for his part. He didn't have a good game today, which was great. They took him yeah. out, which is what the what the Pats defense does. Um, yeah, yeah and uh. Jeez, what the heck was I just about to say? Oh, I was going to say my favorite thing about Zach Wilson, and um, I I usually don't have a lot of favorite things about opposing quarterbacks, but every time he even senses that someone could be trying to sack him, he just runs around like a chicken with his head cut off looking to make a play and just runs into the closest pass rusher. It's amazing, and it happens every time, and I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's great going up against him. It's like it's like Sam Darnold 2.0. You're excited to play him. Games we look forward to. <laughs> yeah, but all the, he he played cleanly today. He didn't throw any picks. So yeah. shocking. He definitely a better game for for him. Definitely fixing those problems that they've had in the past. Because um, yeah. you know the last time that he played the Pats, he threw like two picks. Had the same. It was pretty much like the same scoring game, but he had a pass touchdown, so that, that's good. Yeah. Um, but you know, good on the defense for holding them, only letting up a touchdown and a field goal the whole time. But this offense, just another week of just like mediocre play. And you know, yeah. I, 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 I will. I'd say like week one against the Eagles was probably was definitely our best week thus far. You know, Mac threw for three hundred yards. We just haven't seen that again. I don't know where it went, but he has lost his arm again. Today he only threw for two hundred yards with one touchdown. We got a touchdown early. Um, with I'm gonna butcher his name, but it was Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh Brown. Pharaoh Brown. Yep he he had a really good catch. He was also wide open on it. Good good play call. Good scheme. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we're seeing the difference between an offensive coordinator and a rocket scientist, and it's really been paying dividends. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great for Mac Jones. I hope that he is gaining more confidence because he has a competent group of coaches around him now. And, you know, it's it's showing. I think this is the best start to his – the best start that Mac Jones has had to a season in his NFL career so far. Uh, he mm-hmm. has he only thrown one pick on the season, or has it been two? I think he's thrown two. He threw one against the Eagles and one against the um, Dolphins. Fish. But it's good to see him not turn the ball That's over. Right. Yeah, today, which was big, and and Zeke actually had a great game today. Sixteen carries for um, eighty yards. He played. Yeah. He had a better rushing game than Ramondre, which is which is awesome. It's good to see him get worked in the offense more and and uh showing some more production there. He didn't he was kind of like a non-factor last week, so good to see him get in the mix again. Yeah, yeah, I like Zeke. I think nobody is expecting him to be the bell cow 
or you know the premier running back on this roster and it's good that our younger guy can keep his legs a little bit fresher right like if we can if we can keep him healthy because we've seen how explosive he can be and mm-hmm. you know how how much of an effective runner he is um and if we can lighten his load a little bit obviously you would want to see him be able to go out there and break some of the tackles that he did last year and get those long runs but you see it in spurts like he'll make a couple guys miss on a few runs every game Uh, Mm -hmm. and if we can just get those more consistently from him and stretch him out to where he gets those big gains it would help this offense tremendously that already struggles with getting first downs i will say the one thing about Ramondre today he had a little case of the dropsies uh there was an, an early one where it was third down and i think three and Mac threw a little swing pass to him, and he would have been able to pick up the first down easily, but he just he turned his head too quick. Ball jumped out of his hands. I know it was raining, so you know th- there's that to consider too. But you'd mm-hmm. like for your best players to make those kind of plays, and I think he is one of our best players. So, yeah, I'd definitely say he's our best offensive player. He's our he's definitely our most reliable guy that we that we've had. Um, Devontae Parker today, just sort of really non-factor. He came out um, week two, got 50 yards, bunch, a whole bunch of targets today. He only gets two receptions for, for 19. Um, not really ideal. Our, our best receiver today was a guy that I'd never even heard of before, Farrell Brown, with getting 71 yards, which is, which is great to see other players in the offense get some work. Um, but overall, you know, we, we, it, we, and Hunter Henry today, he only got two receptions for 17 yards. So we're not really seeing any sort of consistency with like who our guy is. Kendrick Bourne had 46 yards, which is great today. Um, but he didn't have a good week too. So it's like, who, who's going to be that guy in our offense that's going to sort of be able to, but like, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to like put all the, the, like it's not like, like the team's on like one person's back, right? You got to have a bunch of guys to sort of like make the team do well. But like Gasicki got one catch for 18 yards today. Like I, I feel like Gasicki and Henry got to sort of – like I feel like they have more um, like responsibility for this offense doing well. Today between the two of them, they only had three catches. So yeah, kind of got to get those – we'd like to see like each one of them get three catches in a game, you know? And yeah. I, yeah, Our sorry, not yeah. just be like mid. <laughs> I would like to put a, a public service announcement out. Um, and this is a very serious. There's a missing person alert, uh, and it's of very high importance. If anybody has seen Juju Smith Schuster, please call the authorities and let them know where he is because we need him. And he is, we haven't seen him at all. He's gone. I don't know where he is. He, like, he, it, we go out let Jacoby Myers walk sign Juju for like the same contract and he doesn't even start like Juju is out there for like a third of the offensive snaps it feels like Demario Douglas was out there uh had a few good plays had that that big uh route he ran towards the sideline uh for the first down he had a you know like a sweep type swing pass where he picked up another first down catch today was the other one a run um, yeah, he had one run for five yards and then one catch for 15, but he did have a, have a play where he was sort of running down the field on the sideline and there was a completely, oh my God. Yeah. That was, the hell was that about? At all. like dude yeah. didn't look back at all. He just completely dove on to, um, Demario Douglas and there is no call. Tackle. That's like fine, whatever. You know, it really sucks, but you know, that, that could have been a pretty good catch for him. Maybe he gets yeah, like 23 he- yards on that. He almost he almost got that. He got a hand on it, but it was like it would have been an insane grab. And that would have put us in the red zone and like in prime position to score. So that would have been nice. Um I don't but, know if we'll get in the red zone once today. Like we got that long touchdown, but I don't Yeah, I don't think we did. Which that's horrible. <laughs> it's not it's certainly not a, a game plan that you would like to use for the rest of the 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 year, but no, not at all. It worked not- it worked today somehow. Uh, yeah, because yeah. Federal Brown came up clutch. Yeah, yeah. And um I I understand the Patriots MO hasn't really been 
number one guy that I mean we've had Randy Moss and we've had Gronk and those have been our standout offensive studs other than Tom Brady obviously um but if you don't have the greatest quarterback of all time you can't expect to surround like just an okay quarterback with just okay talent and and yield good offensive results that's not how it works you need someone to to go out and make those plays for you that give you like a 70% chance to come down with it on a 50-50 ball or somebody who separates at an elite level or somebody with game-breaking speed, someone like that. And, you know, I I know you've seen them. I've seen them, little hypothetical trades. And there's one man whose team has started 0-3 that's really good at football, and he currently wears purple, but I think he'd look real good in red, white, and blue. So, Justin Jefferson, if you're hearing this, if you're listening to us, Come on over. We we wanna we want you on our team. Yep, you know, we might be able to afford him potentially soon. So, you know. Yeah, I mean I I don't think that's that's gonna happen. Uh but yeah, unrealistic, I, I, but that would be yeah. swell. <laughs> a, a kid can dream, right? Uh, he probably didn't want to go from Kirk Cousins to less good Kirk Cousins too, so <laughs> and he'd have to switch his number because he's not getting slaters. That's that's oh, yeah, that's no, no question. Yeah, you'd have to. Be I mean, maybe enough. you know, if, the, if he comes over next year, you know, maybe uh, you know, Slater's retired. You know, opens a door perhaps, but maybe I don't know how much Slater's got left in the tank. He's hot. Is he thirty eight right now? I don't know. I, 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 I he he could be one hundred and fifty two. I don't know. I have no idea. He's been on the team forever, and he's he's been great forever. The Patriots think- Twitter had a like ad that they had recently and it was basically like showcasing the the Patriots like retirement house and it was Matthew Slater like dropping off Devin McCourty to the house and I was thinking like well, he, he's he's gonna be there soon yeah I'm like that's a that's a sign that's that's gotta be some kind of sign yeah, he do an advertisement for the Patriots like dropping your dropping your your boy off at the Patriots yeah. house you're next you know <laughs> oh god yeah that'll be sad that'll be a tough a tough one to swallow, but you know what a what an amazing player he is. Um, but yeah, special teams today they were highlighting uh, Brendan Schooler. That was so crazy, by the way. His blocked punt um, th- that we against the Dolphins game last week, mm-hmm. where he just came in from the sideline. I don't know if we touched on that at all, but he's he's good. I like him yeah. a lot. He's I mean, he's good. He's got some some high energy to him. There was that that great play last year where he. Uh, he blocked the punt and we like returned it for a touchdown or something. And then he grabbed the ball and gave it to Bill Belichick. And he was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, why did he give this to me? That's um, funny. Yeah. So I like Brendan Schooler. Um, I hope that Matthew Slater is like teaching him, you know, all his, all his tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Cause if we, if we can have another special teams ACE, that would be awesome. It's, it makes such a huge difference, and like I feel like it's a very underappreciated aspect of why the Patriots have been so great for so long, or were right, so great for sure. so long. I should rephrase that because we're not really doing it right now. Yeah. Well, you know, special teams, is it, it's definitely taken a dip in recent years, but it's still one of the most – like it's probably like the best part of our team still, in a sense, besides defense, you know? Like I remember uh, – like we were going into that Bills playoff game, and we we're just like rattling off like our offensive weapons that we have an edge over the Bills are, and really the only one you could definitively say at the time was the kicker position, which is <laughs> disgusting. It's it's so bad, but Nick Folk yeah. was phenomenal. He he hit yeah, everything. He was. he was, I think, and he scored the Tennessee Titans only points today. As a matter of fact, so you know he's still out there doing doing his thing, and. uh Speaking of, of other games around the league, there was a very low-scoring game in Tennessee. It was a very high-scoring game uh, with the Dolphins and the Commanders. Is anybody missed it? Dolphins and the, the Broncos. Oh, oh no, Broncos. I guess the Commanders. Right. So you're right. I mean, the Commanders get – No, no, no. It, it, was, it was the Broncos. It was yeah. the Broncos that the Dolphins were playing. The Bills um, tossed the Broncos too, though. That's the Commanders. We're getting, I'm getting all sorts getting of getting all mixed up, up now. I tried yeah. to talk to you and then I thought yeah. like three times. So the Dolphins played the Broncos and the Dolphins scored not 40, not 50, not 60, 
but 70 points. That's seven with a zero afterwards. 70 points, and they were not playing basketball. They were playing football. They scored 70 points. And that offense didn't score 70 points on us. So, yeah, we, we only let them score 24, which, you know, seems like a lot. It, it, but, that's insane. The, the duality of defenses in this league and what it means to really have an elite defense showcased right here. <laughs> I feel like that was one of the first times I really used that word correctly and not as like a, a complete meme, you know? No, that's good. That's good. It's like I was, <laughs> I was watching poetry unfold right before my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, the Broncos got a an absolute nuclear bomb dropped on them today. Yeah. Uh, which which does make me feel a little better because the the Broncos don't have a bad defense. I think last year they had a pretty highly ranked defensive unit. This year, uh, I know they're much more offensively oriented with Sean Payton, but you know they still might suck. I think they just might be ass perma ass with Russell Wilson. Um, and the Bills went out and and scored a bunch of points today as well. They had thirty seven, right? Thirty seven points. Yeah, I think so. I think it was something like 37-0. Yeah. Uh, but Tyreek Hill, last week he gets 40 yards against our defense. Bounces back against the Broncos with 157. So And, you know, yeah, I don't know who, who Pat Sertan was guarding, but he's one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. So, you know, if we can hold that team to such a low amount of points while another team with a stud corner – and a pretty good defensive group. That's what they let up. I feel I feel great about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our defense is definitely. I mean, we've been saying this all along. It's definitely the most like it's the strongest part of our team by far. And it's just unfortunate that we don't have a good enough offense to help them out all the time. And the offense is a work in progress. You know, we're 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 slowly figuring things out. It's it's gotten better from last year to this year already. So that's a win, you know. Small wins is gonna are gonna make us better over time, yeah. And you know we do have a lot of good targets here. It's just a matter of really figuring out how to like we we just we need a softball game, and you know we don't really have that for a little while, to be honest. For, yeah, it's we get the Cowboys next week. That's gonna be another tough defense. They just lost Trayvon Diggs, which could help us, but also yeah. Mike Apartments, Mike. Mike apartments. <laughs> Mike's. <laughs> that's Mike's what we're apartment. gonna call. We're gonna call him that from now on. So we have James Waddle and Mike apartments. <laughs> Mike's apartments. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. So he. Yeah. I, but he's a monster. He is an mm-hmm. absolute monster. And um, maybe underappreciated fact of this game: the return of Patriots legend. I might even might even call him. Former Defensive Player of the Year, Stefan Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so welcome back, Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. So, uh, are we at home? Or are we in Dallas? Um, I'm checking that right now. We are. We are. <laughs> We're in Dallas. Patriots at Dallas. Okay. Okay. So he's not coming home. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not coming home. I'm sure Bill will go over and say hi, though. You think he like? You think he? Like when he retires, like if he's a Hall of Famer, he's definitely got a good argument for one. Like you think you think he's retiring as a Patriot? You know, he won a Super Bowl with us, but I don't know. He's been a journeyman, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, he's he's kind of been like a like a hitman almost. Like a, if a team is like good and they're like we're we're maybe like a piece or two away, they'll go out and they'll hire Stefan Gilmore to be like finish the job for us. And it worked for us, but like that's the only Super Bowl he's won so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was like the Colts was just a death sentence for him. It wasn't wasn't oh, gonna yeah. go well there. No, he was with the the Panthers for a little bit as well. Yeah, that that also was not good. They suck. Bad. So, so he went from Dallas good is- to suck to suck to pretty good again. Yeah. So that that's good. You know, it's good. It's good to see him a part of a good team again. Yeah, and now he's like their undisputed number one guy. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. I can Stefan Gilmore. Cover Juju Smith-Schuster. That's what the question that everyone's been asking. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see. I don't know. You got to get your popcorn ready for this one because it's gonna yeah. be real. Fireworks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll see. That'll be good. Be real good. I will say I am horrified of Michael Parsons and Dexter Lawrence. I will be having nightmares about them. Dexter yeah. Lawrence? Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Sorry. All right. I was going to say, is that his name the whole time? That I just no. Demarcus? Dexter Lawrence is on the Giants. Um, okay. I was I was watching Red Zone today, and um, what's the guy? What's the Red Zone's Red Zone guy's name? Scott, Scott Hanson. Hanson. Yeah. He called him. He called Demarcus Lawrence Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, well, I don't think that's who that is. That's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not him. Um, yeah, but I think that game, there, the Cowboys defense is legit, but today really gave me a lot more confidence. Not from what we did, but from what they let happen to them against mm-hmm. the Cardinals, which I think a lot of people expected the Cardinals to be tanking and like a very, very bad team. They've showed a lot of fight. Uh, they're much better than I think uh, most people expected them to be, mm-hmm. probably even a lot of people in Arizona. So if, if they can do that. He's, he's doing well. Yeah, he is. Shout out Josh Jobs. He's stuck around for a long time. I'm happy to see him. I think he was Big Ben's backup in Pittsburgh uh, in like 2017, 2018, maybe. So I'm glad to see he has found a a place. He's taken advantage of his opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Unfortunately, James Conner did very well today, and I just so happened to be. So great to see James Conner do well. Yeah, I'm sure it was for you. Yeah, it was great. Much better, uh, better than Joshua Kelly. You got 98 yards on a touchdown. Great game for James Conner. Shout out, shout out, James Conner. I would like to give a special non shout out to Joshua Kelly for getting me 12 yards and 2.4 points today against uh, Andrew. Here, it's not going well for me, but yeah, we have hope. Shout out Andrew Sullivan for even playing him in the first place. We have hope. We have hope. We have Jamar Chase and we have uh, Puka Nakua. So. Don't give up on us yet. Nah, you you, you probably shouldn't give up on you. The, the track record's too too large now. But all right, all right, all right. To a happier thought, I'll, I'll I hopefully we'll get a win this week. We shall see, and hopefully you know the Pats will too. It's going to be a great game in 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 Dallas. Um, yeah. our our defense is definitely showing we can we can. The problem with this team right now is that we have a tendency, not a tendency, we it's all we really do. We just play to our opponent's level. We could be playing the best team in the league and we'll play the best football and we'll play one of the worst teams and we'll just fucking drop. We'll suck. Our defense will still be good, but like our offense just if we don't have any adversity to face in a game, we just can't do well. Like our offense scored 12 points today. It's not a lot. It's not a lot at all. It's not a lot of points. No, we scored no. 13 points, actually. We scored 13 oh. points. Defense scored two. This is true. That touchdown, two yeah. field goals. We didn't get the red zone once. Like, dude. That dude. That is the most shocking thing about this game, I think. is yeah. I know the Jets' defense is a very talented unit, right? They're, they're great. They uh, played Buffalo really, really tough. Um, but – it's demoralizing, and I'm sure it's de- if it's demoralizing to us as fans, I can't imagine how it must be to the guys who are on the team and spend, you know, however many hours they do at practice over the summer, watching film, doing workouts, just to go out there and not get in the red zone once. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's yeah. gotta—that's gotta take a toll. That game today. dude. If Randall Cobb was the reason that we lost this game, I would have I I would have jumped off my roof. That would have been terrible. Like Randall Cobb is only here because Aaron Rod he's like Aaron Rodgers' buddy. And there was they showed the little graphic uh that he had like no catches on the season so far. That that would have that would have really put a damper on on my day, to be yeah. honest with you. One of his first catches is just Hail Mary pick miraculous catch to win the game. Yeah, that would be, yeah. be really tough to see. That would but over, like especially because like you look at the total stats, right? We had 358 yards and they had 171, and most of those came off of one drive, right? So, like we have almost double their yards, and yet it was a five point game. Like that's just disgusting. That's so horrible. 
Yeah, I mean, I I really just think that that speaks to the level of, I know we've been saying it all day, but like our defense and uh, it, what, oh, you hear that? What the hell is that? Oh God, is that, could that be, could that be the alarm to sound that, that oh yes, it is. Andrew, are you ready to enter the shotgun? Yes, I am ready. All right. So, for those of you at home, the rules here are simple. I ask Andrew a question. Andrew has one minute on a timer to shotgun an entire beer and answer this question. So, are you prepared? Are you ready for the question? Yes, I'm ready to go. Ready to rock and roll here. So, Andrew, your question for this week in the shotgun. Can you name five... Of the last 10 defensive pro bowlers for the Patriots without repeating names. So, like, five of 10 individual players to have made the pro bowl on the defensive side of the ball. Ready? Three, two, one. Begin. Dude, I forgot a shotgun of beer. This is disgusting. You did that last time, dude. This is horrible. I'm going to chug it now. It's so fucked. <laughs> I promise you guys, we went to college. Oh. He knows how to do this. I butchered the shotgun. That was horrible. That's okay. Anyways, um, Stephon Gilmore, we talk about him a lot. True. Right. That's I one. Put him up there. Um, my, maybe, uh, oh, Jesus. Um, let's give Matthew Judon there. He's been around for a little bit. He's been doing yep. well. Yep. Um, two. Devin McCourty. That's the third one. You got it. Can you name me two more? Um, Dante Hightower. Maybe. Yep. He was one of them. Yep. You got one more. You got five seconds. Um, fucking Uche. No, it's not. That's bad. time. Dang. So you Damn. got four of the five. That's Which, fun. Andrew, unfortunately, that puts you at 0-2 against the shotgun on the season. Oh, that's brutal, dude. I, I screwed myself over from the beginning. I, I It's like I, my brain just stopped working and I forgot how to shotgun a beer. Yeah, that, that really that set you off on the wrong foot, I think. But I will say, very fast chug. That was a fast chug. Thanks, man. So you should hold yeah. your head high. All right, well, <laughs> I will say I'll start from the bottom. So from the the longest time ago, the tenth was Akib Talib in 2013. Oh, dude, we're going that far back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Darrell Revis in 2014 made oh, the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Chandler Jones in 2015 made the Pro Bowl. Jamie Collins in 2015 also made the Pro Bowl. I used to love Jamie Collins, by the way. He was my favorite player on the defense. He was so good. He was so fast and so like good with breaking up passes. He was awesome. Yeah. In twenty in twenty sixteen, the Butler did it. Malcolm, he was in the Oh, Pro Bowl. dude, come on. I should have should have got Malcolm Butler or Chandler Jones. Those two. Yeah. Uh in 2017, you got Devin McCourty. In 2019, you got Dante Hightower. 2020, you got Stefan Gilmore. And Andrew, the one you were missing. That was the most recent that you did not get. 2021, he was a cornerback. Do you know who, who, who I'm talking about? He's on a different team now. Uh, J.C. Jackson, dude. J.C. Jackson. He, I, I was thinking I about him a lot today, too, so that sucks even more. Yeah. Like J.C. Jackson, who was in today's game a healthy scratch. Mm-hmm. Insane. That, that, Insane. That shows a lot about that – tells, that tells a lot about, like, Belichick's coaching. You know, he yeah. elevates players. Yeah. J.C. Jackson got paid a billion dollars in the offseason to go to the Chargers uh, two two offseasons ago. And to see him where he is right now, is it, it's honestly a little sad. It makes yeah. me a little sad. He did tear the so ACL as well. So that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even when he didn't tear his ACL, like he was not playing well before then, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, it could yeah. be a situation where, you know, he got paid big mm-hmm. and maybe he'd – didn't really have as much motivation anymore to play at the yeah, level he was, but also he was an, an undrafted guy. Yeah. So he, and yeah. that in his mind, like he could be thinking like, I finally made it now. 
you know, I, I made because eighty million dollars to like an undrafted player, especially that must be insane. Yeah, because he was probably getting yeah. pennies on the dollar for his 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 work before then, you know. Yeah, because he, he had a year we get his last year he got eleven picks for us, right? He was unbelievable. Crazy. He was unreal. Yeah, yeah. it's good to Dish see that Jackson he got paid great. for his work, though. But it just yeah. wasn't us that had we didn't have to do it. Yeah. You know, so that's I know, cool. I know. But yeah, he was the other than Judon, the last Patriots defender uh, to make the Pro Bowl. And Judon has, mm-hmm. you know, he's been he's been great for us. He was definitely the best signing that we had out of that off season where we got oh, Hunter yeah. Henry and Johnny Smith and Kendrick Bourne and all those guys. Uh, you know, Johnny Smith, probably a close second. Um, but Judon, I think, has safely and firmly supplanted himself as the best out of that bunch. You think Johnny Smith is the second? I'm joking. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, what, what are you no. talking about? That is insane. Yeah. I, had, I remember we had such yeah. high expectations for him. We were like, yeah, well, he's a freak. Phenomenal. He's yeah. great. We were like, Hunter Henry's great, too. Like, we have two stud tight ends. And then it just com- it was not at all. No, it, it never it just, worked. It was too good to be true, to be honest. It never worked. You know what I'm just thinking right now that is kind of funny. Johnny Smith wore number 81 when he was on the Pats, and he's like this gigantic, like jacked dude who's like so intimidating, like he's huge. And then now we have Demario Douglas wearing 81, who's like tight. He's tiny. He's so small mm-hmm. and, and like fast and like quick and like not scary at all. So it's like. That like the juxtaposition between those two is is funny, and I never thought about it before right now. But dude, we're using we're using big words today. We should try I to make this thing. I think well, people forget that this is an educational podcast, and that we're like, and we're like wicked fucking smart. <laughs> we're a couple of college graduates out here, but you're yeah. not. Hey, I, I, I University of Massachusetts. Hey, go your mask, baby. I got a hey, I got the yeah. sweatshirt on. Hey, go Minutemen, baby. Hey, on this podcast, you know, we don't just talk Pat's football. We talk history. We talk <laughs> big words. And, you know, we're, we're just about taking small steps to finding your course and, and going the right way, you know. Yeah. And I hope that J.C. Jackson, I hope he finds himself in this bad situation. I hope, you know, maybe he has some realizations and maybe he uh, maybe he gets cut. Maybe he has a restart somewhere else and he, he really revives his career because it's really sad to see where he has gone from from he he was the highest heights to the lowest lows and look how much money he has now so what does that say i don't know maybe it's good maybe he's fine with it that's that's 20 million a year that i'd probably i might be fine with it you know so i like how that started off you started off like talking like continuing the joke and then it just got really sad about jc jackson (laughs) Yeah, but hey, good luck to him, honestly. Uh, good luck, JC. But do we play the Chargers this year? Uh, yes, we do. Good luck to JC Jackson, except that week. Um, uh, maybe other than that, if he plays. Yeah, if he plays, who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know the way it's looking right now. Maybe he won't. But may, you know what? Maybe if we play the Chargers, we want JC Jackson to play. I would like him to play. Yeah, that'd be good. He should play. I hope he does well, too. I don't. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'll take a little look. See here. Um, all right. So we're going to play them December 3rd at Gillette stadium. So a little, little, little reunion for him. Maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, their head coach, I forgot his name. We'll, we'll put him in the game. So, Oh, Brandon, Brandon Staley, Brandon Staley. The chargers are, I mean, they're one and two now they won today, but like he, he maybe should be on the hot seat because they have a very talented team. Uh, and they are not, they have not performed super well. Nah, it's just it, they're just one of those teams that they're just cursed and they'll never be successful. That's that may it. be, yeah that 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 may be. Really it. Sad, I don't know. But some some teams just have to face that reality. I think you know Chargers, Titans. I hate to say it, but the Bills too. The Jets. Bills have had great regular season success, but they can't pull it together to save their lives. You know, like. I, I I'm a I'm, there. There are division rivals, right? But you know we've seen them suffer for so long that, that you know it's it's kind of been nice to see them do well. But 
they just come out flat when they need to win games the most. Like, how did they lose to the Jets two weeks ago? And, you know, they, they haven't really like, – like, Josh Allen had a great game against Mahomes in the, in the AFC Championship a couple of years ago. But, you know, he just – like, I don't know, with the, the, the rise of the Bengals, like, he, they haven't really shown that they can really stay in it in the AFC. I don't know. They're, the Bengals look like straight – Ass right yeah, now. They, like they were. They were. They look worse than Doodoo should poopster right now. But Doodoo hey, should poopster. They're playing yeah. the Rams, so I don't know. The Rams, Rams look way good. better. Yeah, the they Rams are way better than I think a lot of people expected them to. Dude, when Cooper Cups get cups, when Cooper Cups gets back too. <laughs> when Poopa Butts gets back. When Poopa Butts gets back, <laughs> like their our offense is gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, they got Puka. And they Puka, got you got two, you got Tutu, you got Puka, and you got Koopa. <laughs> you got Puka, you got Koopa, and you got Tutu. Dude, that is the most insane like names name group. Office. Yeah, Puka, Koopa, Tutu. <laughs> you got Puka, Tutu, and Koopa, <laughs> and they're all filthy. They're all so good. Yeah, and then you got Van. You got your boy Van. <laughs> um, dude, Madden, Matt. Okay, quick story. Me and Andrew, we had a long-standing Madden franchise. Van Jefferson, hero, until uh, someone decided to hurdle with him. I won't say who it was. Uh, but it's really nice to win that game if you know some people took it seriously. But you know, it, it's fine. It's we we could. Did Needless the, to say, Van Jefferson was he tainted his name in that game. But you know, trying to hurdle into the end zone instead of just walking in, dude, get yeah, hit sticked, and we. Fumbled and lost the Super Bowl. Or maybe it was an AFC Championship game. Either way, regardless. It's very sad to see. They we didn't have Puka Koopa or Tutu in that league. So shout out the Rams. Good luck to them. I hope Puka Nakua goes off. And you know what? Next week, here are my three wishes for next week. Wish number one. I hope we find a way to play well enough against the Cowboys to pull out a victory. Number two, again, I am here asking for Demario Douglas to have a bunch of catches and a bunch of yards and maybe a touchdown. A Demario Douglas touchdown would be great. I'd love that. That'd be sweet. Number three, I hope that Puka Nakua goes fucking nuclear against you and it gets like 40 points and I win. I I I want to beat you so bad in fantasy this week. I'm going, I'm going to do everything in my power. I'm going to... I, I'm gonna. Okay, you you as of right now you can't do anything, and if you start to do more, it'd be a little crazy. Like, what are you gonna? What like he's in your lineup? Are you gonna yeah. start messaging him? Are you gonna, gonna start calling him? What are you, are you no. gonna look at like his business accounts and who he no. works for and be like, hey, can you can you put in a good word to the big man and, and see if he has a good okay. game? Like, what what are you gonna do? I'm gonna call right. a witch. I'm gonna call a witch to curse you. My players have already played. You got to curse Devontae Smith. No, 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 no. I'm not cursing your players. I'm cursing you. I can still win even if you curse me because yeah, it's all you... Devontae Smith's performance tomorrow too, you know. I don't think you've thought this through completely. I have, Andrew. This is I'm why you, your I'm team you, suffers in, in I'm fantasy you one chance. It's all I'm about the manager. You know? Take Devontae Smith out of your lineup or I will curse you for a thousand years. Your sons and your sons' sons and everybody in your bloodline forever will be cursed if you do not take Devontae Smith out of your lineup tonight. See, that's do you just want to? Threats. Do you want to do that to your family and your future kin? I don't those think are, you do. Those are just empty threats. You don't even know how to find a witch. I, I don't. Yeah, I know someone with witch blood. I don't care that you went. You 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 studied archaeology in in Spain and Greece. Like like you know where to find a witch. No. There's there's someone. I don't care. in witches woods. We all know somebody with witch blood, Andrew. Yeah, we, we do both, have somebody we with which blood. Both, we both know somebody with which blood. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, I do think that there's a chance that we can go out against the Cowboys and, you know, hopefully do th- some things. But it all depends on our offense because our, our, I think our defense will be able to hang. Uh, Tony Pollard is going to be – let me think about this. Yeah, Tony Pollard will be the best running back that we've played so far, uh, and that'll be tough. I mean, Raheem Mostert absolutely torched us, so I'm worried about Tony Pollard, definitely. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I'm less worried about passing attacks, and I'm not afraid of Dak Prescott at all. 
Not in the slightest. I'm no, I'm more afraid of that, two of them. Like, Dak Prescott is just Kirk Cousins, but on the Cowboys. He's Cowboys Kirk. Cowboy Kirk. Yeah. So I, I, Dak's going to do what Dak does. He'll probably throw for like 250 and two touchdowns. But like, whatever. That's you fine. Know. I mean, I don't know. We'll see against this defense. Because yeah. who is who are the Cowboys played so far? Let's take a little look-see here. They um, played uh, – well, they just played the Cardinals. They played the Giants. They shut them out forty to nothing. Mid. Who they, they played play two mid two? teams so far. They played, Who did they play week two? Actually, okay, never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Let's take a step back here. All right. So they played the Giants. They won forty nothing. Yeah. Um. They played the Jets. They won thirty to ten. So they put up thirty against the Jets defense. We put up ten. And the 13. Jets defense. I mean, the Jets offense put up ten against us, and they put up ten against Dallas. So. NFL I don't math. Want to do all the math on that right now, but NFL math says that's not good odds. NFL math says says that we're probably going to be underdogs going in this game, but they just lost to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals were zero two. Who have yeah. also crazy crazy how the NFL works, right? Think about this: Cowboys demolish the Giants. Giants play the Cardinals, are getting demolished at halftime. And then they come back and win the game like thirty to to twenty five or whatever it was. Whatever it was, I don't I don't remember. And then the Cardinals play after losing to the Giants. They play the Cowboys and they win twenty eight sixteen. And they were ahead the entire time. They, they like they there was like no sort of like they, they, they weren't playing from behind at all. You know, head the whole time. They had complete power of the game. Cowboys shot themselves in the foot the entire time. They had like 10 penalties for 70 yards, three quarters into the game. And that that's just not acceptable. That's horrible. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, if we're playing our game, we're not letting up. We're, I don't even know what our game at this is at this point. I don't think we'll we figure do. that out. Yeah. But we can't give up penalties. We had two series today where we had two, two drives back to back. We gave him four penalties for 45 yards out of nowhere. Just our offense, too. It wasn't our defense. It was just our offense. Completely shot ourselves in the foot. Did not help us late in the game against the Jets today. If we restrict our penalties and let the Cowboys fuck around and be stupid, that's just going to help us. We got to be smarter going into yeah. this week. I don't know what the Cowboys' penalty numbers have looked like this season, but I feel like usually they're near the top of the league in penalties. Like, they're typically a very undisciplined team. Uh, And, you know, Belichick usually does a good job of keeping his guys composed. It's been a little different as of late. But that could be a major factor in in this week's – or in next week's game. So, we'll see. Indubitably. Third big word of the of the day for those keeping score at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so uh, if we want to sort of move on a little bit here, we have a uh, NFC East draft. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do the same run through again um, as as we've been we've been playing it here for the these past couple pods. Um, Sort of. Uh, so, how do we want to go about this? We want to do a little rock paper scissors for the first pick again. Uh, unless I have a coin here, yeah, let's do rock paper scissors, I guess. So we All were right. just talking about the Cowboys and the Giants. So good transition. Yeah. All right, ready. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. You, yeah, you bastard. All right, dude. That's three in a row. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been tough. So this is interesting. NFC East, we got the Eagles, we got the Giants, we got the Commanders, we got the Cowboys. A lot of good offensive talent. Pretty loaded, to be honest with you. Loaded. I feel like there's one quarterback that sets is is just better than everybody else, and I think it's not close. So I think it'll go Jalen Hurts here with the first pick at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Okay, good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, hmm. Well, I think there are a lot of good rec- there's a lot of good receiver talent in this division, but I'm gonna go with somebody who 
has proven that he can do it on two different teams, and it's not just the system he plays in. So give me A.J. Brown. Good pick. Great player. Um, wish the Pats drafted him over to kill Harry, but, yeah. you know. He wanted to be a Patriot. He thought he was going to get drafted by the Patriots, which is so it 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 hurts my soul knowing that we got Nikhil Harry. Yeah, it's disgusting, but it is what it is now. He's doing well in Philly. Um, would the Pats have paid him? I don't know. The whole reason why he got traded from the Titans because he wasn't paid. So I don't know. We'll see. Pats uh, are really weird about paying people. So we'll see what happens with Matthew Judon. Completely off topic, but. He's going to be afraid yeah. next year. So, so is Uche. Time, he's getting pretty older. Uche, Duggar. We got a lot of guys. Yeah. And Trent uh, Trent Brown, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I somehow don't see us resigning it. That, well, that's a whole other can of worms. We'll talk about that at a yeah. different time. Um, If you're going to take A.J. Brown, I think I'd go C.D. Lamb. Okay. Uh, if you go C.D. Lamb, I think that opens up. Hmm. What would I like to do here, actually? What would you like to do? Hmm. I think I would like to take the best tight end in the division. I'm going to go Dallas Goddard. Oh, good pick. I'm just I'm just building the Eagles roster. Yeah, so far, can't get – I mean, you can't get Jalen, but, you know, maybe if you go a little DeAndre Swift, too, you can get him, get most of them. So, yeah. if you go that, I think I'm just going to go Devontae Smith, which I'm very happy about. I, mean, I thought you were going to pick him, but no, happy you fell here. You, you could even say this guy's better than C.D. Lamb or A.J. Brown, too. At least he's off to a better start this year. So, we'll see how the season transpires, obviously, but – Dude's been playing fantastic so far this year. He's good. Uh, but that leaves me. You wished me... a curse upon him earlier? No, I wished a curse upon you. Yeah. We could, we could, I, I, I have no ill will towards Mr. Smith, the Slim Reaper. Well, he's you know. playing for me right now, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm now going to take the best running back in the division, and this is assuming everybody is healthy, right? Like, you could take injury concern into the mix, but assuming they're healthy when you draft them, I will take Saquon Barkley. Okay. Good pick. He definitely is the best running back at the moment. But, you know, I think I think this year perhaps, you know, I think he's going to get overshadowed by another guy in the division, Tony Pollard. Tony P. Been off to a great start to this season, playing exquisite yeah. football. He has been. Um, so that leaves me a quarterback and a wide receiver. Wide receiver, I think it's very obvious who the last one in this, this division is going to be. Give me Sterling Shepard. I would love to have him on my team. No, I'm kidding. Give me Terry McLaurin. Terry, scary Terry. I think he's awesome. Um, he's played great with, you know, the worst quarterback carousel that anybody's had in the NFL the last few years. So, Scary Terry, welcome aboard. Mm-hmm. Good pick, good pick. You know, it just makes me think, Andrew, you may have may have blundered at a certain position in this. Could be another guy that's just been playing well. Than, well, he's been playing better than Darren Waller this year. What? Dallas Goddard. I'm, I'm picking Darren Waller. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> I, oh, I messed yeah. up the, the setup for that, but Darren Waller, he's been better this year than – Dallas Goddard. We'll see how it goes over the course of the season. He didn't play well uh, well last year, but he's pretty much the best target in that offense. So, yeah, um, I like Darren Waller. He has been playing well, but I think Dallas Goddard is just he's been more consistent the last few years, and I I trust him a little bit more than Waller. Um, but now that's a good pick. I was I was a little worried you were going to go Jake Ferguson here. Because thought about it, and then I was like, "Oh wait, shit!" <laughs> I thought about him, and I was like, "What's the other guy too?" Logan, Logan Ryan. Thomas, Logan, Logan Thomas. Thomas, yeah, Logan Ryan. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Darren Waller, well, I feel safe about that. That's a good pick. Well, now here I sit with the quarterback position, and I have three options. Uh, I could go Sam Howell, the upstart. He did throw four interceptions today. Cool last name. So those are all things to consider. I could go Danny Dimes, you know, another another guy who can wear the crown of being Vanilla Vic. He is quick. He is fast. Shout out Bengal. He uh, for the for the nickname. But I think the choice here is pretty clear. I don't like him very much. I think he's tragically average. Um, but give me Dak Prescott to lead my team. Pretty sick. Butchered his last name. It's been like <laughs> Dak Prescott. Prescott. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, yeah. that's uh, another draft. I'm excited to revisit these. At, I mean, we'll get through eight divisions in eight weeks. So, at uh, like a little after the midseason point, we'll be able to look back at these and maybe redraft or say who has the better team at the midseason mark. Um, yeah, and um, when we get to midseason two, we could do like midseason MVP, midseason offensive player of the year, all the awards and everything, and then yeah, that'll be fun. But good idea. I think as of right now, just gearing up for next week. Uh, getting ready for Dallas. You know, even though my quarterback in this draft was Dak Prescott, my quarterback in my heart is Mac Jones. So, yes, sir. Um, all right. And then, um, we sent out a tweet before this podcast, um, asking some questions from you all about what sort of to, with any questions you had or hot takes and you have responded um, hit a little refresh here. All right. So we have one from uh, Ace. Um, his Twitter is at Ace in 603. And he asks, how did they almost lose the game to the Jets despite being a very strong defensive game? Well, Ace, the answer to that is simple. We have a mid offense and the Jets have a very good defense. And they were able to just completely. We, we had a great run game today. Had about 150 yards. Zeke played well and Ramondre played okay for what Ramondre's standard is. Um, but Mac only had 200 yards passing. That's not what we want to see. We had none of our really main guys pop off today, um, if we even have main guys. So to answer your question, sort of in my mind, short and simple, our defense is much better than our offense. Offense is mid. We got to yeah. we gotta get more out of those guys going forward. I, I would say, too, like even if we look at the game last year, one of them against the Jets – where there was no offense either way for the whole game, and Marcus Jones was the hero on a punt return. I I think the Jets have been building their defense for a few years now, just like how we have been building up the unit that we have right now. So it's always going to be a tough game offensively for both sides, especially when you have number two in green throwing the football wherever he wants. You know, it, it's like he closes his eyes sometimes, but. Today he was good. Today he was better than he usually is. I'll give him that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, points are hard to come by when the Patriots and the Jets play each other. It's true. Very anticlimactic games that they've become. Um, all right, so the next one is primetime from primetime Brett. His Twitter is at Brett Howard underscore. And he asks, why the fuck won't they wear those sexy red unis as their main kit? Well, that's Brent, a great, that's a great question. It's a great question. And, you know, I really wish that they would incorporate them more. You know, I feel like it's sort of just, I, I feel like in recent years, we've seen it more and more, just about a game a year. We're seeing the red unis pop, uh, come out and they always pop off. They never, you know, it's never a bad, we never play bad in the red unis, you know? So I don't really know the answer to that. I would love to see them sort of bring them. I mean, they're better than our regular jerseys, you know? If there were our main jerseys, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome. I would yeah. Like. And uh, I've I've been on record saying that I think they're the best jerseys in the NFL. That could be a biased opinion. I don't care. I think they look super clean. Uh, the the old school, like, look just, just goes so well with uh, 
the guys that we have right now. And like Judon, especially, he goes with the blue sleeve when we wear the red. And that's so cool. Like, I just love I think it. You went double red. There was one. Oh, you know what? There was uh, one game last year where he did the blue, but he had it on during warm ups. He, he had it on during warm ups and then he took it off. But he's just trolling. He's just, yeah, he's just trolling. But if, like yeah, for, for Matt Judon, when you hear this inevitably, because I know you're a big fan, um, you, I think you should wear the blue sleeves because they look sweet. All right. So that'll bring us to Michael Sullivan, Twitter being at Mike Sullivan. And he asks, um, even though we want uh, we got the win, I feel less confident than before. We should have um, trounced the Jets, but it was much closer. Thoughts on the Pats playing to their opponent's level? I think you couldn't have said it any better. Um, that's sort of exactly what this Pats team has been doing, and it's kind of disgusting. It's really bad because, you know, those sort of last two wins, they give you some sort of faith going forward because we're playing with some of the best teams in the league. We're playing them well, both all these hard fought games. And then we play against the jets and the jets have a great defense. I don't want to like discredit them at all, but our ability to just not step on their throats when we get ahead by 10, 13 points, it's, 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 it's really unsettling sort of to go for going forward. You know, like, I, I, I really hate to see that. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, you touched on it uh, earlier. And, uh, yeah, I don't know whether or not it's uh, a mental thing. Because I know, like, anybody who played sports, you prepare the most intensely for those games where you have to perform at, you know, a, a great level to compete. And... It might be a case in this week against the Jets where week one, you're playing the defending NFC champions. Week two, you're playing, you know, the most high-powered offense in the league maybe. And then week three, you're thinking, oh, man, we might finally have a little bit of a breather this week and you might take the foot off a gas, off the gas a little bit. Um, which, you know, in the NFL, wins are decided by, you know, like – a millimeter, right? The the talent level is so close. It's it's just it's a game of inches, right? So you can't really afford to have that lack of preparation for these types of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It it can't happen again if we want to get the wins when we should, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Sullivan also asks. Um, also, uh, Sauce Gardner said that Mac Jones hit him below the belt, which is why he freaked out the way he did. Thoughts? Um, I didn't really see the exact replay of what happened. I do know that when we did the tush push, um, they blew the whistle probably 15 times, and Mac Jones decided to go a wall and kept running, and he goes straight into C.J. Mosley and gets friggin' tossed as he would obviously you know when the whistle's blown 10 times you go after the middle linebacker the opposite team they're gonna fucking rock your shit um but i don't really know what happened with the sauce gardener exchange you know because i didn't i didn't see any sort of i don't doubt that he did it because mac jones is kind of a cheesy player sometimes and you know, he probably was fucking with him and sauce gardener hit him but you know it wasn't bad enough for the refs to throw a whistle if you know i it had to have been warranted for the refs not to, to do anything about it. You know, they didn't throw any flags and sauce. So Mac probably did something cheeky. I don't know. Maybe he was feeling like shit after he got fucking rocked by CJ Mosley that he decided to fuck with sauce Gardner. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't disbelieve it either. You know, like Mac, he's, <laughs> he's been known to be a little bit of a, of a troll here and there. Uh, yeah, you, you think back to the game against the Panthers, his rookie year. He twisted Brian's Brian Burns up, pretty. He hurt him actually, like he had to leave the game, I believe. Uh, and then against the Bears last season, he was sliding and he kicked Jaquan Brisker in the balls. Uh, so I, I mean, Mac Jones, he's a little dirty. I don't know what to say. He's probably the dirtiest player on our team, and he's a quarterback, which is rare. I mean, 
you saw Deshaun Watson this past week. He got uh, two, he got a face mask, which is rare, and then he got a personal foul because he pushed a ref. Uh, I, he's not. I don't think Mac Jones is like an asshole. I think Deshaun Watson is an asshole, um, but he. I think he's just so competitive, and he sort of lets his emotions get the better of him sometimes. Um, but hey, like if if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was just giving them a little nut tap. This little, what's up, bud? Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you, you definitely got a point about that. But I don't know. I don't really like to see him sort of um, do that kind of stuff. But it is what it is at the end of the day. I like his competitive edge. He's definitely getting. He's, he's taking these games to heart. He's he's. It, it means a lot to him, which is great to see. Um, but would just like to see, you know, his frustrations amount more to maybe stats on the field and playing better and getting more points for our team. That'd be nice too. But, you know, we'll see how he does against the Cowboys. Um, really looking forward to how to see how we will do against that defense and against that pass rush especially. So that'll be a good test for this offense. Um, the Jets are definitely a more well-balanced defense, I feel like, than the Cowboys. So – could be a little easier matchup for this offense. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, the what worries me the most is the health of our offensive line heading into next week. Cole Strange left this game with a with a leg injury, so if he is out, um, I'd be worried. Uh, but you know, we have a full week of rest. Hopefully, that gives us time to recuperate. And get ready for the game because you know we're gonna we're gonna need everybody ready to go. You know this is gonna be a tough match. We'll see what happens. All right. But uh, from the Dropback Podcast, we'll see you next time, baby. We'll see you next time. Go Pats. Go Pats.